This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. Good day, folks, and welcome back to another edition of the Charged Up Bolts podcast. This is episode 110. Can you believe it? My name's John Was Jr. Uh, and on this amazing Chargers podcast, I'm joined by two of my UK-based co-hosts, starting off with a man with the brightest hat on the planet, Dan King. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, just fighting through a concussion, but I'm here. I'm ready to win. Um, Have you been playing uh, contact flag football by any chance? Uh, if by contact flag football you mean me and a baby gate having having a bit of contact, <laughs> then yes. Um, that thing hurt. Um, There's only one winner, mate, when it comes to baby gates, and it yeah. ain't that. Yeah. Further up north, towards Scotland, somewhere in the deepest, darkest midst of Lancashire, it's Bez the Spaniard. How's it going, Bez? Average. Average, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but we're back again. We're, we're, we're rolling. We're winning. Lombardi's a competent offensive coordinator. We've won some big games. What's there to complain about in the world right now? Nothing. And Sheffield Wesley are going to beat Newcastle in the FA Cup live on the TV on Saturday. It's um, amazing. Guys, before we get into it, um, I think we'll just bring things back down to earth and, and send out some uh, prayers and thoughts to Damar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills. Everyone knows what happened to him uh, in the game uh, last week. Um Latest news is that his, his vitals are starting to get back to some normality. I think there's a way to go. So from everyone in the Bolt family and from everyone here at Charged Up Bolts, sending our prayers to all uh, Damar uh, Hamlin's family and obviously himself and his, his teammates. It's uh, At the end of the day, there's rivalries, there's football, and it boils down to the human being um, participating on the field. So thoughts and prayers to you, Damar. Get well soon, buddy. That takes us straight in to another Chargers victory. The Bolts have won five of their last six games, four on the bounce. What's going on? It only seems like two minutes ago we were sat here mourning the Chargers season, and then we blow the doors off the Rams, the reigning Super Bowl champions. Chargers took care of business, and Chase Daniel came on in the fourth quarter. Justin Herbert had a rest. Chargers score a touchdown pass. Not only did they do that, they scored one in the third quarter. Guys, Dan, what do you make of it all? It was just insane. I to 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 think of an, an old Anthony Lynnism. Um, not to bring things down, he used to no. say that he he'd like to divide the season into quarters. Um, obviously, a bit harder with um, with seventeen games, um, but the last four games, perfect record. The four before that, which kind of spurned that doom and gloom, we were one and three. So it's it's quite the turnaround. Now, yes, we are we like have been playing teams that weren't necessarily like the number ones. Like we played the Chiefs in that that three and one. We played the 49ers in that three game uh slide, really. I guess we we beat Arizona in the middle of that. But we have beaten teams with winning records. Um some of them. Uh, and and some, you know, Colts <laughs> and, and Rams. Um, but God, it was it was an enjoyable game for once. It was it was so strange to get that touchdown in the third quarter, and then 
What's one of them? To to be relaxed <laughs> enough that you didn't have to worry during the fourth quarter. It was just like, yeah, Chase Daniel could do this. Larry Roundtree can do this. I, Chase Daniel yeah. was perfect, three of three. And it was great to see Joey Bosa in, in a limited uh, role. Um, yeah, getting held that, a few times, always good. Getting, getting held with that, um, I don't know what to say, Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars, um, but that crazy helmet, apparently, by all accounts, is designed to limit the risk of, of concussion, which is only Maybe a good Maybe I thing. need one. <laughs> Maybe yes, you should get we'll one as well. I mean, Bez, what what was your takes from the from the thirty-one uh, ten demolition over the Los Angeles Rams? It was just nice to you know the banana helmets in our stadium, and we won the battle for LA. It was fantastic. It was just to see that transformation. You know, the the, the Rams have been a dominant unit. They've won a Super Bowl. They've they've beaten a lot of good teams over the last couple of years, and then you they rock up and they play the Chargers, and we absolutely batter them from pillar to post, dominate them in, in all phases of the game. Um, I, I, I was just continually impressed with individuals that bounced back, coming in, making an impression. What Shout out to Drew Tranquil. Drew Tranquil is just sensational. That man is my favourite defensive player. And, and at the minute, you know, we're not on awards yet, but if, if the season ended today, he's my defensive player of the year for the Chargers. Uh, just sensational. So lots of positives, really easy win. Good teams enter the last stage of the season and they win easy because they're in a different echelon and that's where we are. So yeah, it f- feels good. feels really good. Yeah, I think I think the pleasing thing for myself was we, we maintained consistency through the, those fourth quarters, even in, in garbage time at the end. You know, you know, um, I was a bit disappointed to hear the the play callers talk about the Rams' um, injury troubles this season. Have they ignored? Have they just been completely blind to what's happened with with the Chargers? Um, I mean, you know, the Rams have still got some capable players. You know, Baker Mayfield is, is still trying to find his feet after the, a turbulent uh, couple of years. He's still still capable. But the Chargers held him to a 132 yards. Cam Akers, um, he brought some juice to the game, 132 yards rushing. And at times it looked, uh, sorry, 123 yards rushing. And it looked at times like he was going to break away and, and, and make some scores. But, you know, we had... It wasn't a perfect game. I think I think the uh, Rams touchdown sums that up. Um, you know that uh, Malcolm Brown run through the middle, absolutely awful. Um, but that's these are the games where you need to learn from that because we, we can't be doing that in the, in the postseason. But I think there's, there's one player I really want to focus on, and and yes, Bez, Drew Tranquil, massive shout out, two tackles for loss uh, in Sunday's win. But I really, really want to give a massive, massive shout out to a player that I don't think we talk enough about. I'm not talking about Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. Four the targets. Toughest man in the league. Yes, arguably, pound for pound. Four MVP targets, fantasy. Four hero. receptions. Doesn't make the yeah, 35 uh, points for, for fantasy owners there. And then he did the damage on the ground, didn't he? 122 yards, 10 carries, two touchdowns. He's, he's beaten, uh, he surpassed Ladalian Thomas's record for uh, over 100 receptions and, and 15 uh, rushing touchdowns in a season. That in itself, when you're talking about Austin Eckler in the same conversation as Ladalian Thomas, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a better player. 
That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to highlight the fact that Austin Eckler has been an absolute machine. He has been, in my opinion, the single most consistent player on, on the entire roster. You know, and, and there's some there's some names in there that could say, well, actually, Drew Trankel, we've, we've already mentioned him. You know, um, but I think for myself, Austin Eckler is a standout dude. Um, it, it was a great game overall. Bez, we, we got our and, and uh, we got our tight ends into the game. Gerald Everett, Donald Parham Jr. You know, it, it was just an all-round good performance. Special teams playing well. It's just a breath of fresh air to see them play so well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think <sighs> for the most part, for the most part. I mean, Dan, Dan, your point about. Uh, you know, Anthony Lynn and you break the season to four quarters. It's exactly right. I was talking to one of the guys at work today and said, you know, when you, when you look through seasons and you, you see teams going on, on, on undefeated runs like, like Pittsburgh last year, 10 and 0, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. If you, you know, if you can't convert your regular season form into some postseason form, it's kind of, um, you know, it's, it's a futile season. Charges are getting warm. Joey Bosa's back. I expect to get a few more reps next uh, next week. We'll we'll talk about that later on. Possibility that um, Rashawn Slater could come back, um, but it's, it's 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 finding that momentum now and finding confidence. You've got players like Kenneth Murray actually making tackles. He did at times. He he, he does sort of uh, waft at uh, fresh air, but you look at the game balls. Sebastian Joseph Day. He's been phenomenal this season. Absolutely amazing. And it was great to see him getting a sack. Um, Morgan Fox, Carl Van Nooy, those two as well are coming to the forefront now of everyone's mind when you're thinking about uh, MVPs for this roster. It's all starting to come together. But I do believe that there's still a little bit more to come. I mean, Bez, are, are you with me on that? Yeah, you feel as if the momentum's coming. You know, the, the performances are fantastic. Um, there's still some testing on the play calling, but I think that's getting better. You can't slam Lombardi. Lombardi's making the most of, of, of the return of Alan and Williams, who are now fully in their stride. Um, and I think that there could be more to come on that. But for me, I think you've got Bosa still very limited, very limited. He's going to ease his way back. And you've got Rashawn Slater perhaps coming back before the end of the season. I think they might give him some minutes this week. Maybe I don't think they just throw him in the, the playoffs raw. So let's see. See, I think you might come back uh, this week. Um, but you know, the Chargers are just hitting their stride at the right moment, um, and and getting much healthier. And players are just showing up. Look, I had a look at the grades. Murray, who we've all criticised, this big second uh, first round pick when we drafted him, traded back into the first to go get him. Huge disappointment his first few seasons. He's been playing injured. He's not been great. And then all of a sudden, he's exploded. And what you're seeing with his PFF grades is that he's gone from bright reds all the way up to shiny greens, even in, in all phases, coverage, blitzing, tackling, read recognition, everything. He is playing an elite Pro Bowl level. So, you know, everyone's trying in the right it's direction. It's definitely noticeable as well. Like, you you just have to watch the guy, the start of the year versus the guy now. And it's it's just... A million miles different. Um, whether that's more comfortability in the role that he's got, who, who knows? But he's he's playing and he's playing well. Yeah, and we're starting to now see some 
upward trends. I mean, just just some numbers off the bat. Let's start with special teams. I think they they've had plenty of positive mentions this season. And I think really it's only right. I'm going to start there. Punt coverage. Where do we rank? Where do we think, guys, in punt coverage in the league? Punt coverage. Numero uno. Blow me away and call me a... <laughs> Field goal conversions, we rank third. Kickoff coverage, we rank fourth. Punt returns, we rank fourth. Not so good at kickoff returns, we rank 30th. But you can see the submetrics there. If we move on to the defence, red zone defence is a top 10 defence. You know, we start we're starting to see some momentum now. We, we, we're that's, that's been that's been like evident the last couple of years as well. Yep, Just being that we, we all say we hate that term Ben don't break, but it has been a key feature of the Chargers defense the last couple of years. Yeah, we're uh, we're a top six uh, pass defense. You know, we, we we're tied twelve for sacks, and now we've got Joey Bosa back, and we're now seeing Carl Van Noy and, and Morgan Fox. And and Rumpf uh, and uh, Kyle, uh, uh, Kenneth Murray uh, generating sacks. And this is what it's all going to be about now when we get into the postseason. It's really which defense can come on top because it's all about generating pressure. Uh, and, you know, we'll talk about the, the offensive line uh, later on in the show. Um, offense hasn't been great this season, but we're still the fifth ba- uh, best uh, passing offense. Which is crazy when you consider how much pressure Herbert's been under this year. He probably played at least at least a minimum of four games with that, with that damaged uh, rib cartilage, and probably three or four games after that, where he was feeling you know not hundred percent. So I think I think that is amazing in itself. I think we've got a, a ways to go in terms of red zone offense. You know, we we should really be a top ten. We're not. We're 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 nineteenth. But there's 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 room for improvement every every week now with the offense. Mike Dub, Bez, Dan. I mean that catch on Sunday was absolutely ridiculous. I think someone's photoshopped that. If you hadn't seen it live, you'd have gone. You never <laughs> made that catch. Yeah, put put some some other team's name on that, and that everyone's talking about it for weeks yeah. to come. And I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say it was a fluke. I don't know if it was a design. They they've been you know working on that. In practice, but if they had, good lord, that's a very, very accurate throw. And just, just on Mike Williams, like he, like uh, John likes to to say that he's he's not mobile. He doesn't get separation. Cool, that's not his game. Fine, it's not who he is, is he? But no. he, we got some yak. He did the other day. It was he did. It was he's strange. An footballer. He's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a very aggressive. You know, and it, it, sometimes it takes two or three players to to um, stop him. And, and and I think that's what you need because he's, like you said, Dan, that, that yak, that's, that's, that's an important, um, you know, facet of his game. Um, I think the separation and the route running, that, that's Keenan Allen. I mean, was it the, was it a third down when, when Allen cut inside? Absolutely amazing. The ball was going behind him and he managed to catch the ball. Again, phenomenal hands. This time last year, we were sat here talking about the jugs we're seeing, weren't we saying, Get out of the field, practice catching the football. This season, Touchwood, we haven't seen as many drops. You know, Austin Eckler's um, maintained uh, good ball security. So th- there's lots of positive things, and it's just amazing the NFL how the narrative can change. We haven't won anything. We've still got a ways to go. You know, I'm, I'm, the, 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 our, our playoff game is going to be huge, and it's going to be all eyes on the Chargers. But 
I want to. We, we, we look. We've got four wins on the bounce. I think everyone who have taken that would have taken an ugly win. We've had some comfortable wins the last two weeks, and it's only going to give the players a little bit of momentum. It takes it takes the pressure off the the, the coaching staff too, doesn't it? It, 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 it does. But the, the, the fire has been lit under Lombardi. He's got to show every facet, every part of the game. He's got to show to the Chargers fan base that he is is legit. But, you know, it's nice that the pressure's off and that the team can just play its game um, and, and just get prepared for the playoffs and give some minutes to the backups that might play meaningful snaps, get some of the injured players more familiar, let the coaches experiment perhaps and try some things they've been planning on the last page of their playbook. Uh, or play sheet if you Lombardi one 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 page sheet, <laughs> um, but you know we're 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 in a great situation and and how much more positive are we than mid season? It just feels so much better. Yeah, it, it does. I think that the 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 biggest the biggest takeaway um, for me right now here heading into week eighteen is that term resilience. I'm currently re- reading a great book on the on the art of resilience and. When you get into the sports science, which I know Brandon Staley's heavily involved in, um, things start to come together because, Dan, I'm I'm not being funny. You you said it earlier, put another team's name on that. I think the makeup of some of the football teams in the league, the amount of injuries they've got, they've capitulated. But the, the Chargers' depth chart has really shown strong. And it's held the team together when at times it looked like, that, that you know, we were, we were sat here five weeks ago going, season's over. That's not been the case. And and I think I can't, you, you have to give some credit to the coaches, but I think you have to give an awful ton of credit to the team captains and the individuals that are willing to fight for every, you know, yard. Yeah. And, and you, you throw in players like um, Josh Palmer really yes. had to yes. step up in the absence of the top two. And he's, he's what? He's on 730 receiving yards. That's nothing to kind of sniff at for a guy who's was a maybe a number three, maybe number four. I mean, we lost Guyton right at the start as well. So it's, it's just impressive to see some of the people that have stepped up when they've had to step up. I mean, you talk about uh, the O-line as well. I mean, we lost Slater, what was it? Week, uh, week three, week two, week one. Mm-hmm. Week week something early, um, and <laughs> like Salia has done all right. Well, I'm impressed with the land. Yeah, Dan, you've just you just you know made a great segue to the offensive line in in Sunday's win. Now we had a chat about this before coming air, and you two are surprised by this. The top graded um, offensive lineman was Matt Feeler. Now, did we have we? We've criticised him this season. He's not been himself, but the last three or four games, he's come back. Zero pressures this week. Corey Lindsley, zero pressures. You know, zero sacks. Prior to the Rams game, Chargers had given up at least four sacks a game over the last four uh, five games. That's, you know, 21 sacks in that period. It's too much. It's too much. We put that to bed. Um this time around, all right, you know, Aaron Donald wasn't playing for, for the the Rams. You know, they don't have uh, Von Miller there anymore. It doesn't matter. You can only do, you can only perform against the people that are coming at you. And we did a great job. Um, we need to see more of that. But I don't think that, uh, you, you know, 
irrespective of, of how the Rams played, I think it'd be hard to take any credit away from that offensive line. And Herbert will have walked off that field going, thank goodness, you know, he then gets some trust back in the offensive line, which has still got a lot of work to do without Rashawn Slater. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it, it was it was a good all-round performance. Um, I want to see more of it. Solia gave up the most uh, pressures. He gave up three hurries and a, and a hit. But, you know, we, we did enough to make sure that Herbert stayed on his feet and was allowed to cook. And even Chase Daniel comes in and we still don't give up a sack. So it's all good. Guys, we're going to go to a short uh, commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about a team that we really should be beating. And, and possibly if we if we play with a full stack, full complement, we should be dropping some serious points on. We'll be back in approximately 70 seconds. The fans, tradition, the glory. There's nothing more thrilling than college football and it all comes down to a national championship game happening on Monday at the SoFi Stadium. My go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. I'm taking the Bulldogs over the Horn Frogs all day long. But you've got your pick and you'll go with how you feel the game will play out. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN. New customers bet for just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Welcome back to Charge Up Bolts podcast. You're joined by myself, John Walls Jr. with Bezza Spaniard and Dan King. We've just discussed Chargers beating up the Rams, some great performances, not 100% perfect game, a massive improvement. We now face Denver, a team that looked like they've imploded. Coaching change. Russell Wilson has been absolutely uh, garbage. Before we go on to that, we've got a very, very special guest joining us. We are joined by Jordan Schultz. Jordan, what's happening, buddy? Hey, guys. I hope uh, it's okay. I'm not really dressed, but hopefully this is audio. (laughs) No, all good. It's it's an absolute pleasure to uh, have you on the uh, Charged Up Bolts podcast. You've come at the right time. We're just about to get into it, talking about... uh, the Chargers and Denver this weekend, and then sort of having a look beyond that and, um, you know, how we're going to perform in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, just, Jordan, just for for our UK listeners that may not be too familiar with your, uh, your good self, just give us a quick introduction to who you are because you've got some big followers on Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Scores NFL Insider and uh, been, uh, been there a few months now and, you know, been able to, the, I was at ESPN for three years, but one of the really cool things about working at the score is I can do a variety of different shows. I can go on your show. I'm on ESPN tomorrow, McAfee on Friday. So I can do a lot of different networks, you know, Fox. And uh, as much as I enjoy my time at ESPN, to be at a, at a place that's a, allowing me to, uh, you know, go on different shows and have all these different mediums and outlets 
is really exciting uh, for me. So I'm I'm happy to be on. I've listened before. So when you when you asked me to come on, it was uh, I'm happy to do it. Oh, amazing. Well, I've got to thank uh, Bez for that because uh, he's obviously <laughs> reached out to you. But it's it's amazing. We've we've had some quality guests on. Uh, on this show and it's great at this late stage of the season to have your good self on. Um, I mean, what have you, what have you made First of all, before we talk about charge specifically, yeah. what have you made of the NFL season so far? It's been a crazy year, hasn't it? Well, I think that the biggest thing for me is, well, in the NFC with you, you mentioned Russell Wilson in the AFC and the NFC with Rogers and Brady, both of them having this like jolt this last month or so rogers you know I, I just posted a column about it because i i was shocked to see at how well he's played i'm gonna pull it up because the numbers it, it's not like he's played his best football but they as a whole are playing the way that they're meant to play you know running the football if you i'm, I'm pulling pulled it up right now basically over the last month they are exactly even in terms of rushes and passes so it's finally going back to that play action style and it's allowed them, the Packers, to have actual success for the type of team they're built. Cold weather, uh, relying on their defense a little bit more while having leads and controlling the game. You know, they were throwing the ball so much earlier in the season that they weren't able to establish any any type of balance. Um, you know, Rodgers' expected points added per drop back has increased dramatically, uh, almost 15, 16% the last four weeks of the season. So I'm excited about Green Bay at 8-8. Eight and eight. And I'm really excited about about Tampa in the sense that um, they finally played a good game. You know, it's been a really <laughs> frustrating season for the Bucks, and to see them come out and put up 30 plus and see Tom play as well as he did was was pretty cool. So both of those teams, if if even you see one of those teams make a run, I wouldn't be surprised. I would probably lean more toward Green Bay, but obviously Seattle has to. Well, they, if Green Bay wins, they're in. If Seattle loses, Green Bay, Green Bay loses, then then Detroit's in. So I'm excited about those quarterbacks. Yeah, so my, my wife wasn't happy about the the Bucks finally getting things together. She's a Panthers fan, so was not not best pleased to see Mike Evans going for what was it two hundred and thirty yeah, yards he, against them. Not not ideal, erupted. but yeah. I enjoyed the game. Yeah, that, that was uh, I mean, that was big. I mean, it's crazy. You know, people are waiting for Rogers and, and Brady to finally stop playing football. They're garbage, and they seem to be doing the business. And then here we are with with Russell Wilson looking for a new lease of life in Denver. And it's gone absolutely terrible for him. It's been a disaster, you know. As, as obviously Chargers fans in the AFC West, it's it's great to see Denver struggling. You know, Russell Wilson, Super Bowl winner, uh, two times Super Bowl appearance. He's not playing well at all. Um, and we we were I was talking uh, to some family members at the weekend about Justin Herbert. They said, you know, he's going to get a big contract. And he's got to because if sure. the Chargers don't pay him. There's, there's 26 teams out there that are going to pay. Oh, my if, God. If not, yeah. you, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think in terms of individual performances and what we expect, you know, it's, it's been a crazy, crazy old season. But, you know, we're, we're super excited. Jordan, five weeks ago, we were sat on this podcast and we were we were, we were were mourning the Chargers season. It's finished. And, and now, look, we've got a new lease of life. Things are starting to come together. We're starting to get players come back healthy. Herbert looks like he's recovered from the hip, uh, rib injury. Mike Dubs playing lights out. Keenan Allen looks like he's got some juice. And then on defense, it's it's all guns blazing. You know, I think Chargers are number one ranked mm -hmm. defense in DVOA since week thirteen. Y you know, we're not getting too carried away, but we're a million miles. We are, we are getting carried away. Six well, weeks ago. Yeah, you are, but that's good. I mean, 
It's a good thing. You, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I've been critical of of your head coach. I don't know where you're at. I'm Brandon Staley. Um, yeah, mixed bag. Yeah, yeah, mixed bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. but to see how well they played. I mean, they're kind of the Packers of the AFC. Great quarterback. A lot of expectations. A lot of big names. Injuries, and then this last month they really they've really popped. Um, I was talking to a scout yesterday about about teams. You know, sleeper team. That's why I mentioned Green Bay and and Tampa. But he he was saying, you know, the, the Chargers are one of those teams that you know could be a really low seed and just a nightmare to play because they have so much talent. And when you have a quarterback at that level with that type of health, you mentioned Mike Williams and Keenan, and I did a story today on Austin Eckler, thirty-eight touchdowns over the last two years. <sighs> it's I mean, crazy. He's one of the best three or four, five running backs in the league, and it's crazy he was only a Pro Bowl alternate. But bottom line, the Chargers, especially having, you know, Bosa and Mac. I mean, they, there is so much to like about them, and it's not just like, oh, they're they're dangerous. You you know, maybe a, a one and out type of team. They they have the tools to win a Super Bowl, and if they're healthy, which they finally are, you're seeing some of the some of that come to fruition. Yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler for, for me, and we were talking about it before you came on air arguably one of the most underrated oh, football yeah. players in the league. And I think we've, we're as charged that Bolts have done him a disservice because we haven't spoken about him enough. You know, we, we heat praise on him uh, when he's done done well, but he, he has been the consistent mm-hmm. uh, this season for, for the Chargers. And, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that's what he does, though. He's just, every week, you look, oh, he's got 127 all-purpose. And he's got a touchdown and he got nine catches. And, you know, it's I, just I, I, I'm, I'm biased just because... I'm biased because he's uh, Austin is is a buddy of mine and I, he's a phenomenal guy, just one of the best. But he's a great football player, and when he's on the field, that offense yeah. is infinitely better. And he's on the field a lot. I mean, the guy plays a ton yeah, yeah. of snaps. He's just a tough as nails dude, and he makes a huge difference. I mean, we, we were talking about resilience uh, before the before the commercial break, uh, Jordan, and. If you look at the great athletes like Austin Eckler, you, you know, they, they are great because they do the work off the field, even when they're not required. Yeah. And their mindset, their physical attributes are just absolutely unbelievable. I'm not going to mention any names on this podcast right now and sour the, the, the waters, but we all know of two or three elite football players. I'm talking physical ability, absolute solid but they didn't have the mental aptitude and they've gone wayward. They're not in the league anymore. Yeah. And I think sometimes when the Chargers have been criticised for not bringing certain players in, but we've always had this sort of risk, sort of, uh, you know, mitigations against bringing anybody in just for the sake of it because they're a big name and they've, they, mm-hmm. they caught. Yeah, they have to have the right mentality, don't they, John? C- correct. They've got to fit into the locker room, you know. Well, Austin fits in any locker room. Well, ex- exactly. You know, he's, he's, he's one of those only players. small. He could go in the corner. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell him that. The guy's got the strongest quads or whatever in the league. But, but pound yeah, for pound. that's, you know, you. I had um, DeAndre Carter on my show who, you know, not is a he's not a big name across the league, but you as Chargers fans know how valuable he is. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I just got a great, like, feeling of the vibe of where they're at. And this was actually before they went on their run. Um, and I felt like I remember thinking, Chargers – you know, God, they can just find a way to get healthy. They're going to be really, really good. And um, to me, if you're if you're if you're going to ask me, and I would, I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show, but if you're going to ask me, who's the team that nobody wants to play? It's you're one of them. Well, imagine what could have been if we'd have had J.C. Jackson healthy. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm hoping you know, he I, comes. Yeah, I'm hoping he comes back. That, you know, that, uh, you know that, you, that was that was a big signing, and obviously he has he's you know he's missed the whole year basically. I mean, we, we made a lot of uh, this time last year. We made a lot of uh, Les Snead and the in the Rams uh, rolling the dice and bringing uh, yeah, Edel back. You know, bringing Von Miller in. Um, yeah. The Chargers rolled the dice in in the off season with some big big signings. You you know, including J.C. Jackson. Um, it, it didn't work out. Uh, like he said, he could play a part in the postseason if we go on a bit of a deep run. Uh, we may we may get Rashawn Slater back. That would be huge. That, that would be because enormous, I, I think literally enormous. Yeah. I think Bez is shaking his head. I don't. Are you don't you think he'll be be back in time? I, I think he might get back. I think they're gonna have to get him meaningful snaps this yeah. week against Denver. So get him ready. You don't want to. Yeah, throw this him is in an important there. week for the Chargers in a lot yeah. of respects. Yeah. Yeah. So off. you can get him in. Jordan, we, we we spoke last week about coming into the to the Rams game and not necessarily uh, benching the stars and, and maintaining that momentum. And I, and I personally believe that's the way that the game will go against Denver on Sunday, certainly for the first two quarters. If you look at the Chargers uh, roster as a whole, Drew Tranquil, Trey Pipkins, Kyle Van Noy, Bryce Callahan, they're all free agents. So they're going to want to put themselves in a the shot window, if not to get a new contract through the Chargers front office or from a, from another franchise. So I think Denver could be in a, for a very, very tough time on Sunday. Absolutely, yeah. I think the Chargers need to go and blow the doors off it and then maybe rest Justin Herbert in, in the third and fourth quarter. Chargers have been terrible in third quarters of this season, as yeah. you well know. I, we scored a touchdown. It was like we'd won the Super Bowl <laughs> in the third quarter last week. Yeah, you couldn't believe it. Yeah. There's so many stories within the narrative of, of how our season's playing out. And like you said, Jordan, I think I think um the situation is gonna be gonna be as simple as this. Cincinnati and, and uh Baltimore, they play before we play Denver. If Baltimore loses, we'll know before kickoff, even if we need to win. Mm-hmm. But I think from a, a mental uh perspective, I think from a momentum perspective, um we need to win. Dan, do do, do you agree with that? Do you think we'll go all in? Oh, yeah, yeah. I Well, I, I certainly hope so. Um, I, I'm always in favour of keeping that momentum going. Obviously, we'll we'll know slightly differently after the Baltimore game finishes before we start on um, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I'm always in favour of keeping people out there as long as possible with, you know, some exceptions being like you get to the fourth quarter, say it's 31-10, you pull your starters, fine. No yeah. problem with that, but we need the players who have been out to get those snaps, as as you as you mentioned there. We want more snaps for Bosa, more snaps for um, not the Max being out, but more snaps for Mac opposite Bosa. Just to have that kind of more experience yeah. in those situations isn't going to be a bad thing. Yeah, that's no, I, I mean, Bez, do you? Well, no, gonna, I disagree with all Jordan. That. I'm going <laughs> to going to come on to you in a minute. We're just going to talk about Denver. Bez, are we going to? I disagree. Blazing? Are we, are we rest, going to rest everybody? Everybody meaningful. <laughs> Play every last third and fourth stringer you've got, and just just let Denver win. I don't care. You know, I, I, right now I'm more worried about Justin Herbert or or Mac being injured for the playoffs. So rest everyone. Let them chill. Let them sit with pina coladas on the on the bench <laughs> and watch for the sidelines. Done. I like it. So De- Denver have been trash this season, as we all know. Jordan, this is the 27th ranked team in DVOA. Despite having a 7th ranked weighted defensive DVOA, they're ranked 29th on offense. I mean, from your perspective, 
do you think the coaching staff was 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 a wrong was wrong from from day one? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just not come together. Yeah, I think what, and I'll get, I got to get out of here in two minutes. But basically, my thing with Denver is, you know, they hired a they they took a shot in Nathaniel Hackett, guy who was completely inexperienced, who was a good offensive coach but not a head coach. Lost that locker room, lost the coaches. Um, they're going to go with experience now. And someone who's been there, I mean, obviously Harbaugh has been rumored. He's 44-16-1 as a head coach in the NFL. I just reported something basically to along the lines of which we've kind of been hearing over the last week. You know, he's interested, but I was told he, he wants to be back in the NFL. Even if it's not Harbaugh, it's going to be someone like Jim Harbaugh, maybe a Sean Payton, someone that has the CEO qualities that Nathaniel yeah. Hackett simply didn't have. And that's what they need. They don't have an option with Russell Wilson. You know, they're going to have to – pay him and and he's the guy so you got to find a coach that can maximize him and all the things that he can do um maybe he's not what he was four or five years ago but he's still still, still that, ability yeah still his ability they, and they don't really have a choice so it's going to be a new head coach that can that can that has the experience you're going to have george payton the gm and the head coach reporting to the owner mr penner and that's Another new wrinkle to this again, why you want an experienced head coach who won't make those same mistakes as a rookie does. So, happy days, yeah, Jordan. guys. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Look, Thank I'm you happy so to do much. it again in the playoffs or after the playoffs. Definitely, definitely. Oh, we'll, Thank we'll, you, mate. we'll find you where I'll post it on, on Twitter so the Chargers fans can read it, especially the Austin Eckler piece. Yeah, enjoy the rest of it. Enjoy this week's football, Jordan. All right, guys. Thank you. You too. Thank you. All right, take care. Thanks. That was Jordan Schultz, one of the uh, NFL's uh, biggest uh, writers out there. Um, guys, any any concerns whatsoever about playing Denver this weekend, Dan? Nah. Nah. Like, I, my, my concern is that we do the same as we did last time, uh, which was we won 19-16, which we had to do in overtime. Um, we... Let Denver get out to a lead. We pulled it back, and then we just it was like three points here, three points here. I'd like to see us actually go out and score some points, which is why I want to see us play the starters. Um, like I think if you go out there and in your final regular season game, you can score thirty plus. That says more than oh yeah, they won sixteen thirteen and rested everyone. Yeah, I, I agree, uh, Bez. Do you know what? I've said it before. I'm I'm not bothered about performance. I'm not bothered about score. You can go and beat us, Denver. Enjoy your victory. If they if you give them a win, then it's one worse spot in the draft they get. We're still going to the playoffs. Um, just don't get injured. Don't let anyone get injured. That's meaningful for the for the playoffs. Get the injured guys some snaps. And um, do you know what? I'm still glowing the fact Jordan Schultz. What an absolute legend and, a, and, a, and an eloquent human being yeah. to have on the show. Who uh, who who said in his you know we are the one of the teams to fear don't ruin that by getting someone injured at denver and okay. just just to just to add to that um in terms of being a team to fear our team to fear has just released its week 18 injury report in the last 10 well, minutes then... um bryce callahan full herbert full horvath limited derwin full um Eamon ogbongamiga full Trey Pipkins Limited, Troy Reader full, and Jamari Salia full. Do not so, play Derwin James. 
No, no. Nope. Do not play nope. Derwin James. We he's need he's a guy that doesn't playoffs. need those. Like, maybe maybe just trade. maybe too good. series, and then yeah. go. There you go. You've you've gone out there, but that would then be wasting the snaps with someone else. And Gilman and Nass have been playing pretty decent, really well. Gilman's played 100 percent of defensive snaps against the Rams, mm. and he is great. I think he, he is. is just showing up. Yeah, I've got my number 32 jersey. Maybe I just pull that out and just yeah. cross out where and put Gilman on the back. I don't want to be greedy. I'd like Fighting. us to win and not and not have a losing record in the division. I'd like Herbert to put up 400 yards, Mac to get three sacks. Bosa to get a sack and the charge to drop 40 on Denver. I, I, I'm not being greedy. That's, that's all I want. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Just have that 50 burger. You're right. <laughs> I refrained. I refrained because we've, we've been there before. You know, we, I am very guilty of, of getting, you know, sort of uh, overzealous about my, my teams. But if you can't have a bit of positive energy, you know, especially now, we've, we've been screened for the playoffs since 2018. You know, um, it'd be nice just to get that uh, win on Sunday. As Dan said, rest some of our key players in the fourth quarter, give some of our fringe players a bit a bit of glory. Maybe Chase Daniel can pluck a, a touchdown out of the air. Uh, who knows? Score predictions. I'm going to start with Dan King. Okay. Um, I said I'd like to see us get 30. Uh, I think... There's there's no reason we can't do the same as we did last week. Um, so let's say 31-13. I, I don't know that Denver even get that high. Let's go 30-31-9. Okay, okay. I'm going 31-3, Denver. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Have you had a concussion today, Bez? <laughs> Denver are well, pretty bad. To be I, fair. I think to be fair, that <laughs> the bolts are going to take care of business. It's going to be a very relaxed affair, like it was against the Rams. I think we're going to win twenty-one to three. Jesus, I think I love defense, how giddy you've got. I love it. I, no, I think our defense are just going to go crazy. Um, you know, Denver have got nothing to play for now than than open to get a high. Uh, draft pick you know they've got a long lot of work ahead of them they probably just want to go on their summer va- uh, their winter vacation now whereas the charges are gearing up you're going to get people like Derwin James Joey Bosa Sebastian Joseph Day firing up that defensive group you've got Tranquil playing lights out the dude is all over the the, the field right now and then you've got people like Chris Rumpf you've got Kenneth Murray that want to make a statement and prove that they deserve to be in the Chargers locker room next season because there's an awful lot of narratives within within our roster. You know, people playing for a new contracts, people playing for the right to be here next year. You've got the coaches still fighting for their their lives. Regardless of what people say, we, we know that certain uh, coaching staff have got a bit of a flame under the seat. You know, there, there's still questions over... Uh, how 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 long Tom Telesco has got left? So there's an awful lot on the line. I think there's still an awful lot of pressure, but the, I think Sunday's a game where we can sort of take a step back slightly, but but win the game comfortably, but avoid injuries at all costs. And do you know what? I think if someone takes a hit, they get benched. 
you know what I mean? There's, there's no point in taking risks because if we if we do start taking risks, then Brandon Stairs going to be in for a lot of hot water. I agree. Any final thoughts, guys? It's the final regular season game. Uh, this I is can't the final. We've made it. Like it, well, I know. It's, <laughs> it's for a while. Well, like, it's it's the first of charged up bolts for a start. It's the first of the Justin Herbert era. You, you know, and which is which is a shame because I think you know a, a player of his of, of his qualities deserves to be in the postseason. I've, I've long maintained that the best players should be in the postseason. Doesn't always work like that in the NFL, sadly. But here we go. Uh, depends how much fight Denver have got in them. Whether they capitulate or they come out all guns blazing themselves, I don't know. I, I, to be fair, I've not looked at what Denver's biggest win of the season is, but I don't think it's a, a, a big score. Let's just hope they don't have the game of the season on Sunday because we don't Even want to start. If they do. Eh. I know it's it's one of them. Let, let's just hope for a win. We'll a just win. we'll just say we weren't trying. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need to say. Bez, thanks for sorting out uh, Jordan Schultz and getting him on the show. Where can we find you on socials? At Bez the Spaniard and at Charged Up Pod. Dan, where can we find you and where can we find our other social media outlets? So first, I will say you can find Jordan Schultz at Schultz underscore report on Twitter. Um, and you can find me at UKLA Chargers on YouTube, where youtube.com slash at Charged Up Bolts. Happy days. Don't forget to follow John Ayres. He'll be back next week. At Android hashtag. Airs, hashtag Audible Chocolate. You can find me, Enzo85, and charged up underscore bolts. That's it. That's all we've got time for this week. We'll be back next week to discuss the Denver game and to discuss who we're going to be playing in the playoffs. Super excited. You never know. We might even report in some more players back, healthy, raring to go for the postseason. Guys, it's been a fun edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all your interactions on social media. We'll be back next week. Stay safe out there on the roads, especially uh, you guys in the UK. Dark, misty, foggy, which means fair football is just around the corner. Bolt up. This is Rashawn Slater, first-round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up.